Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast, where therapists deserve abundance. And so we have a special episode today. From time to time, I bring on therapists that are winning in their business and also making a significant impact in the community that they serve. I also like to highlight therapists who have been a part of uh, the Dope Therapist Academy, which is our signature private practice program, as well as our elite coaching mastermind. And so in this episode, I want to introduce Akila Peters. She is a clinical social worker associate. She is also a clinical supervisor. Akila works with transitional age youth and millennial adults to provide therapeutic services, including but not limited to individual group therapy and events for parents and services for schools and the community. Her mental health treatment is designed to address stress management, emotional blocks and trauma, and her sole focus in clinical practice helps her clients discover opportunities that cultivate growth, And her mission is to help her clients win within the scopes of mental health and spirituality. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. All right, so welcome everybody to the Branding for Abundance podcast where therapists deserve abundance. Um, We have brought in more special guests uh, for the Abundance series. And today I want to introduce um, an awesome associate uh, clinical social worker. She's also a clinical supervisor and she's out here in Southern Cali with me. And so uh, she's also part of my mastermind. You've heard a little bit about her during the intro. And I want to welcome Akila to the podcast. So welcome, Akila. Hi, Dr. TK. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So excited. Yes. All right. So they've heard a little bit about your intro, but I always like the therapists when they're on the podcast, audio and visual for YouTube to reintroduce yourself. And so can you tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself in terms of like title and what you're doing right now in your career? Sure. So hi, everyone. I'm Akila. I'm an associate clinical social worker. I am a, also a clinical supervisor right now at my local at a, a local high school. I am based in Southern California, born and raised actually in Southern California. And I also work with young adults and youth um, on a daily basis. Yes, we're definitely going to tap into it because I know that that's part of your expertise is in terms of youth and like the millennials. And so uh, when I have therapists on, I love to go all the way back because I'm always curious to like for therapists to share how they got into this field. And so what attracted you to psychology initially when you started? Oh, my goodness. Um, So originally, I actually wanted to be a lawyer, you know, and it when I realized of like the research piece, I was like, oh no, this is just, I'm not about that life. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, around 2011, actually it was 2010, I had like a professor and she was a PsyD. And I was like, what is a PsyD? Um, she was fabulous. Um, I identified well with her and she really prompted me and helped me see like there were options outside of what I was currently doing, like as a PO. 
to transitioning over into like the mental health world. So I went from there and went into a graduate program and actually sat on my, after I graduated in 2014, I, I just kept doing what I was doing and circled back around in 2018 when I couldn't ignore um, the calling anymore. Exactly. So you said PO. Let people know what that means. I know some people may know. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, So prior, long time ago, I was a probation officer. So I did that for about nine years for LA County and went from um, working like in the hall system, juvenile hall, and then like also the camps. And I realized like as much as I was felt like I was helping and contributing, it just wasn't, I was wearing the wrong hat. It felt like too like authoritative and just too punitive. And like, I just couldn't ignore, like just getting, you know, navigate my way out of that to, to help them in a different way, more strength-based. Right. So I remember we met like two years ago and it always baffles me of like, even when I started interacting with a lot of the therapists in our adult therapist community, like how we met, was it on Instagram? Was it at a live event? And we didn't even know that both of us were there. Um, But for us, we actually did a, I remember it. I was in my Cerritos office. We did a consultation like on video on Zoom about you being interested in the business services. And then I ended up inviting you to my very first CE workshop and you were like, should I come? I'm not licensed. I'm like, you probably need to be here then. And (laughs) like going back to that, because you are an associate and I believe out of all of our interviews, you are our first associate. And I really want to blow this episode out of the water because I want to show therapists that it's never too early to start tapping into investing in yourself and really understanding where you want your career to go before it actually happens. And so I'm going to take you back to May, 2019, what was it like to sit in a very intimate room? I remember what it was like, though. Don't you say it? Like, everybody was introducing themselves, and then you were like, oh, my God. <laughs> so what was it like to be in that room with all those psychologists and licensed therapists? Wow. Um, yes, that is exactly how we met. It was one of those days where I literally was sitting in awe, like, oh, my gosh, okay. Like, I know I'm doing a little something, but I'm not doing this. Uh-huh. So it was powerful. It really inspired me to be able to be in a room full of movers and shakers that were well into their career, doing fantastic things like personally, like um, private practice, working um, in television, all different types of people were in that room. And it was like, it was, it, I can't, I can be honest, it was intimidating because I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm still collecting my hours. But it really, when once we um, did the, the workshop for the day, I really was comfortable and really started seeing like how authentic these ladies were showing up for their brands and realizing that it was important for me to get started now in mm-hmm. order to kind of like really push the envelope on what I was starting to envision for myself. Right. And that is so, so important because you mentioned a a specific word and I want to bring it back for the listeners and the viewers, because this can actually prevent someone from moving forward, even if it's just thinking about what you want to do with your business or career, which is intimidation. And so I remember the day um, because I was nervous, too. It was my my first workshop, like live as a CE instructor. And so I remember going around the room and I think your introduction was last. And if I remember the seven women, including yourself, that were there, it was one of my past students. Also, she worked in my group practice, Dr. Millie. By that time, she started niching down and doing therapy in Spanish, had like a 10 plus K 
10K plus like private practice. And that's all she wanted to do was private practice, living life, taking care of her parents. Then moving to the left, we had deans of graduate programs like at Pepperdine. We had one of my good friends, um, Delena. She was like the lead therapist on one or one or two of the seasons of Basketball Wise of LA. So I could imagine sitting in that room as a student, it was like potentially intimidation, but also in awe. And I specifically remember after the intro and they found out that you were a student and I kind of like highlighted it, like, let's pour into her. You said something to the effect of, I know that I'm in the right place after the introduction. We hadn't even started yet, you know? Because it hit me like, bam, it really, it was, it was that much positive energy and that much support coming from all directions in that room. So it was, it was literally divine. Cause I was like, okay, Cerritos, that's 10 minutes away from me. All those things when we had our interview, uh-huh. I, I just could not ignore it. So being in that room really did, it planted that seed mm-hmm. in order for me to be like talking to you today. Honestly. Yes. And that's good. like two years later and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the services. So I know that you worked in probation, you worked in the mental health community. Um, who do you, or I know that you're a clinical supervisor now, but like, how would you define your ideal client when you're doing clinical work? Yeah. Um, it's starting to change. Like when I entered the program, it was one thing and now it's I'm being pulled again, but my, my ideal client has traditionally been like that transitional age youth, ones that are coming out of high school, in college, really getting their foot in the door with um, their career or just figuring out their life patterns, life goals, and then they need that support. Because when we're in high school, people are asking all the time, what do you want to do with your life? And you'll throw out things and then we, you know, like might hold on to it because you don't want to disappoint But yeah, that's my ideal client, the person that is probably already starting a career, making a life transition, deciding like they want to follow that inner guide versus what they've been taught already to follow a certain trajectory. So just knowing like and helping people find their passion. So that age group of 16 to 24 and and even those people that are surrounding them, their support system, their parents, their aunties, their cousins, their best friends. Yeah, the the village. Yeah, the village that were serving the entire village and Mm -hmm. the age group that you serve. Not a lot of people like to work with teenagers because they're straight shooters, um, especially like the ones that we would see in the facilities. Um, And then, of course, transitional age youth. Depending on how they show up, some people don't like to work with them as well. And unfortunately, I see that they're the largest group that falls through the cracks. Because people either assume that they're grown, so go out on your own, or people coddle them and don't allow them to become independent. Either way, these are why kids stay at home way longer than anticipated, because they have no adulting skills, let alone emotional regulation skill sets. And I know that when you've come to like the live events that we had, like the ones in Vegas, and now in our mastermind, like this Vegas, is that you also start tapping into like some of your gifts that you would like to offer people um, or clients in terms of like mindfulness and things like that. And so we'll get into some of that stuff, but let's go back to what you're doing now. So you move from doing direct clinical work to now being a clinical supervisor. What has that transition been like for you? The accountability is through the roof. It is pushing you, it, you know, pushing yourself to greatness. It takes work. And it has been like a journey for me. Like, you know, when within is, is something that I really take to heart because 
I am not able to show up for my interns unless I even know what's going on with me. You know, so it's a big shift from having that direct practice and delegating everything in every single area and being able to let go of certain pieces of um, doing direct practice. Yes. It's been a huge shift for me. A good one, but a huge shift. And sometimes, I mean, to be honest, some therapists need that break and some therapists actually need to tap into their true genius zone. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes we may say, oh, we went to grad school for all these years. We're sitting for the licensing exam or we're licensed and we actually need to continue to practice. But as you mentioned just a moment ago too, as you evolve and you become more clear about what your interests are based off your life stage, mm-hmm. those things can change. Yeah. And I always encourage as a professor, I always encourage uh, students to get a breadth of experience before you get licensed, test out, do you want direct services, clinical supervision, or a mixture of both? Because you can technically create both when you have your own business. Right. You know? So take full advantage of that. And so let's pivot the conversation a little bit. We've already talked about how we met in terms of like business mindset. What has it been like moving beyond that CE workshop to being part of you were part of my first membership, the Dope Therapist Tribe, to just understand business and streams of income, to then learning how to scale a business um, still as an associate. What has that year and a half been like for you? It's been fast. It's, it, I mean, when I was thinking about like today and I'm like, oh my gosh, when I first met Dr. TK, this wasn't, this wasn't even in my head. It, it was, but not to this magnitude. So the manifestation that has happened and you even just implementing some of these things about creating uh, abundance is like a theme. I know that we, we talk about so much and that was like the strong attraction. I'm like, that's what I really want. So I know I have to put in that work, learning how to be consistent which is a work still in progress as I go through this. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like that. Let me move along. Let me go along and be in alignment with what I keep saying I want. Let me stop pivoting away and actually lean into some of those things, you know, showing up as the best version of ourselves. You know, that's been something that's been heavily, you know, implemented with us and showing us and leading by example. So being a student or not being licensed yet, it still has had like such a powerful impact. Before I went to Vegas last year, literally, Dr. TK, my business had just started. I had just filed paper. Oh, wow. Like two weeks before that. So it's been- Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so you were like literally thrown in like Black Friday special, email marketing, what the- Yeah. It was like all brand new. Yes. Yeah. But you took action though, and you implemented it. And most important to me, you grew a community of other winning therapists, which is to me a no brainer when it comes down to our community, because it's very positive. It's very rewarding. And I also want to highlight the fact that you are a mom and you are working on your business while also having a job. And I think it's really important for the listeners and viewers to understand that every individual has to understand their limitations. Mm-hmm. You may be in a program where somebody's going 40 hours working on their business to grow or scale it, and you may choose to give 10 hours to your business a week, if that, but that's okay because that's the life stage that you're at right now. Right. I took that to heart, which you mentioned, you know, in November, I remember being in the hot seat and, you know, all the feedback. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 that, and the other. So um, I did join like a, a group practice, even though I'm an intern, it's still like that is... So I'm like doing that part-time as well. And it's just like, yeah, I have to, once I sit for this exam and 
Kim Sarp really coming under my own. Like I, I feel like I'm more than ready and have a lot of things to offer. Yeah. And one of the benefits I'll just say to the listeners, because they've heard me, they heard me talk a lot about DTA, but not really about mastermind because it's more of like a secret society <laughs> at this point. Like we only talk about it when we have like this year, we only have four openings because 16 out of 19 people renew, which speaks values to our community. Right. Yes. And so when we talk about the mastermind community and scaling your business, you can be like how you're here right now on different levels based off of your goals. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing is just to have the vision of where you want to end up. And you mentioned hot seats. Mm -hmm. What are hot seats? Can you give them some light into what that is? Because for some people that sounds scary. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's the short version of it is you are going to be held accountable for the gifts that people see in you and bringing those things out of you, pouring into you in a way that is specified for you and your gifts and your goals, that attention, that need, that ability to really just draw out and pour those extra supports that sprinkle that love, that energy. I, you know, like it was such a a life-changing experience, the circle, like that circle, that influence right there in the moment was just like, whoa, okay, they see me, but they're also going to hold me accountable and allow those things like, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be nervous, but do it scared, mm-hmm. you know? And Definitely. another thing that came out was like knowing your season, knowing where you are on, mm-hmm. in your process. Yeah. Cause I remember when you brought up group practice back then, we had a few of our mastermind or future mastermind students at that time, mm-hmm. like speak about either I think one of them from New York, um, Janelle, she was actually in a group practice. James had just left one or in the process of leaving one. And now he's full time on his own. Um, But one of the benefits I'll say to people who are listening, who want to learn more about the mastermind for like 2023, (laughs) because 2023 was cool, is that like for yourself, because you are in the process of getting licensed, the benefit to joining the mastermind is that they get access to all the programs under it at no cost. And I'm not for them just get more information unless they want to implement it for but for yourself one of one of my um encouraging maybe statements next year will be oh you need to show up to all the dta calls because you're just tapping into now being licensed and now you can hit the ground running for your private practice mm-hmm. so let's work on transitioning you from that group practice to putting those hours into your own individual practice at whatever limitation you want to put it at Right. And that's one of the bigger benefits of that higher program is that you get everything under it. And when I say higher to the listeners, I'm talking about what's called my branding ascension model. They get the most of my time because it's a small group of intimate therapists that get together online and throughout the year in person. And then they have one-on-one sessions for 2022. And yeah. so well, as we wrap up, what I do want to highlight, because you have been a star associate like in our programs, is... If someone who is not licensed, maybe six months to a year pre-licensed, and they see in our community and they're like, oh, I want that, but I can't do that right now. She's talking about this ideal schedule. That's not possible for me. What is something that you can share with them through your experience that can speak to maybe their fear? Because that's really what it is. Yeah, you you have to do it scared. And sometimes we wait on those double confirmation. This is your double confirmation. You know, sometimes we'll find a podcast or whatever. I'm like, oh, if they say this or they say that, then it's meant to be. It is meant to be. You know, you are able to move your goals 
further and make it more tangible and real when you actually align with the people that are meant to be on your path. And, you know, joining this program was, is a life-changing experience for me just to change really what's going on in my head, my mindset and the belief of what's possible of having abundance and having that balance of me being a parent and modeling that and just looking at the overall things I want for my business in the next three to five years. Right, right. And you said something super important because as therapists and lifelong learners, I have found that even when doing like the boot camps for the private practice academy, I get a lot of DMs saying, What am I gonna work? What am I gonna get the workbook? When am I gonna get the workbook? And I'm like, the workbook is great. The workbook will allow you to implement what you learn, but nothing will matter if you don't have the right mindset. And sometimes it is required for you to go to that next level of abundance to invest in being around the right circle of people and having a certain level of a mindset to be able to get what you want. Because what a lot of the students have found in the academy, just showing up even to a boot camp or the mastermind, is you can have a list of ideas, but as soon as you say, oh, it's already done. I already got it. They actually manifest certain things in their job or in their business way faster because they just simply made the decision. It is crazy just saying yes can open up the floodgates, you know? Yes. I had to change. I had to change some things. And then with the guidance of this, it has really been so helpful. Yes. So what I want to do, of course, we're going to make sure that we link up in the show notes um, how to reach out to you and how to look at your services. Um, If someone went over to like your Instagram page, what can they look forward to? Is it like more psychoeducation for your ideal clients or do you have like services or products over there? Services and products are coming. Um, There are some things that I've been held to the fire about as well. And, you know, literally those things, you know, I'm entering this, the the book boot camp, there are things that within the next 30 days will actually be manifested. Yes. So I'm excited about that. But my pay, and so my page will have alignment with that. Um, there's some, I'm in that pre-launch stage. So those, <laughs> so those meetings are happening behind the scenes. Um, my, my page also includes like psychoeducation and in the future, it'll probably just open up a little bit more like with like lifestyle and things like that, but mainly psychoeducation and my my two big things that are up and coming will be up there. So I like to highlight what the therapists are doing because some therapists say, oh, I got this coming up. And then some therapists are just like, connect with me. And I would encourage any therapist, whether you, especially if you're pre-licensed um, or licensed, connect with the therapist that I'm showcasing on my podcast channel, specifically because again, I'm highlighting, my whole community is abundant, but I'm highlighting <laughs> therapists who have shown up and reported their wins because we have an entire uh, dope therapist community Instagram page dedicated and a newsletter monthly dedicated to the wins of the therapist. And I don't like just to say that my clients are winning. I like for other therapists to actually go and see that the proof is in the pudding. Like we got social proof, go watch <laughs> podcast or listen to it. And then also go check them out on the Instagram page. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for showing up to this podcast and specifically speaking to a group of clinicians who may not speak up. I'm be honest, they don't speak up, you know, because they're the ones in our boot camp that ask the most questions about how do I know I'm ready? And as she had mentioned, and then and you um, may have the listeners or viewers, especially on YouTube, may have seen Dr. Rochelle in like snippets of testimonials. She also is a person who started working with me. I don't know if you knew this. Dr. Rochelle started working with me from New York two years before she got licensed. No. Two years. 
She worked with me um, one-on-one. I gave her a few shout outs in like some past podcasts. She was my first client in New York when I declared that I was bicosal. You know, she was my first one-on-one out there. Mm -hmm. And then when I opened up DTA for the second cohort, I sent her a text message in New York. And I was like, yo, I'm about to open up another cohort do you want to join it at like an alumni type deal? And she was like, for sure. Other therapists? Because she was by herself the first time. So that's how she got looped in. Then she joined the tribe because she was just like, I want to be connected to all these licensed people. Mm -hmm. And then we pushed her mindset wise. And then she ended up getting licensed uh, last year, I think. Yeah, last year. So she hit the ground running um, when she did Elite. And now, I mean, in May, she reported she hit 12K because of that um, end of month form that I have them, you know, I have you guys yeah, do. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, y'all better do that form. And when she <laughs> did it, she was like, yo, I hit $12,000. <laughs> like, it made. That, that's how we do. That's yeah. amazing. Yes. So I want to tell any therapists that are watching, especially if you're an associate, just say hi, you know, pop into her DM and say hello and continue to encourage her as we do in the dope therapist community. So um, for everyone, I will see you in the next episode. Until then, stay abundant. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.